boys. What's up? Hey, boys. What's happening? (laughs) So tomorrow, most of the country has off for President's Day. I don't think President's Day is a holiday. (laughs) Are there holidays that you guys think shouldn't be holidays? Uh, Columbus Day? (laughs) (laughs) Which is now being, you know, Indigenous People's Day. That's more... I don't know if we need the day off of work. We don't need the day off of work. (laughs) But... Yeah, that one. That one comes to mind. People, when people get off for Veterans Day that aren't veterans. <laughs> no. Ah, yeah. No. Yeah, you shouldn't. You did nothing you to earn that day. <laughs> right. Um, see, I think we should have more holidays. Like, I'm all okay. about more days off from work. So why not, right? Like, let's just find more opportunities um like (laughs) my mind is going to a michael scott quote right now when his old boss dies he's on the phone with with his boss jan saying he doesn't understand why they can't get a day off in this guy's memoriam and he says like we have a day off for martin luther king but he didn't even work here you know (laughs) <laughs> so why can't we get a day off for Ed Truck who just died? I think let's find more opportunities, man, to get another day off. I'm I'm for it. Yeah. You know, the reason President's Day for me always sticks out is because growing up, it was a holiday that was like optional. So if we got a bunch of snow days in January, it was like holidays had to go because in West Virginia, you couldn't be in school past June seventh or something at the time Mm, something with farmers and crops and some old thing i don't know (laughs) but like you couldn't be in school past a certain point so like so literally they would just start axing days like days off of spring break days off of this like they would just start doing it and president's day was always gone and then i've worked in entertainment my entire life president's day doesn't exist Everybody's still working. You you host sports talk radio. You're still working. And so this year I'm not working. My kids are at home. All of them are at home. And I'm just like, why are you home? (laughs) It's like, this isn't a day. You weren't a president. Why? (laughs) Abe and George's birthdays just so happen to be so close together. Let's turn it into a holiday to celebrate forever. Yeah, I don't know. It it does seem to be like a swing holiday. Um, Like, I think, so where I work, it's, it was like, every year, it's like, it's either going to be President's Day or MLK Day, but we always do MLK. So then we're working on President's Day. And then I know there's not a lot of other workplaces that kind of like do the opposite of that. Some places do both. um, But yeah, I never thought about President's Day in this way. But like, like, yeah, they exist. We have president. We've had them. We have one now. We'll have more in the future. So we just get a day off because like there's somebody that runs the country. It does seem weird. It is. A it little is. weird. But yeah, I, I do. I, I don't. I have the day off as well. And I don't like take a moment and think about our presence at all. But like, you know what? It's nice <laughs> to have that just that bonus day off in February. This is yeah. a rough time of the year for anybody in the Northeast in the north dealing with cold dreariness like it's a nice little bonus little tip of the cap like here's a day here's a day give me something to look forward to a short work week i need it i need it to get through this time of year a couple of short work weeks so we can finally get to the summer so that's what i'm celebrating (laughs) you know it was always a bummer though with these ones like i i remember i don't know at this point like 10 to 15 years ago like always thinking all oh, three day three day weekend sweet that's another day on the weekend where like we could go out and party and have fun and like multiple years in a row nobody was out on sunday night taking advantage of this day i was like this is stupid why am i here but then i kept doing it year after year it never worked out nobody ever caught on to it never made it a trend that was always disappointing hmm. well let us know what you guys think at brunch breakdown what holidays should be holidays what holidays shouldn't be holidays Let us know. We'll be interested to know.
It's the Brunch Breakdown. DD out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. Today on the show, we're going to be talking McDonald's secret menu. And my son is going to be yelling in the background. So enjoy that. Also, we're going to be fixing (laughs) all-star games. We've got a new segment called Shack Court. And we've got Brunch Court, new music, beer, all those things. Dan, let everybody know where they can find the Brunch Breakdown. I'd be happy to. You can find the Brunch Breakdown anywhere you can find podcasts. And again, if you're new to the program the last couple of weeks, welcome. We welcome you and we want to let you know you can find us anywhere, whether you're listening, watching right now, but also on Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Odyssey, Audible, Good Pods, literally everywhere. That's why I said everywhere. Everywhere you can find podcasts, you can find the Brunch Breakdown. New episodes come out each And every Wednesday, make sure you're hitting follow and subscribe wherever you choose to listen to us. So those episodes come to you first thing Wednesday morning. We also have full video episodes. We got to have some nice little visuals today, if you will, particularly brunch court. Again, visuals are always important with with brunch court. So get to YouTube, get to Facebook, check those out. Those videos premiere on Wednesdays as well at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. You can watch this on demand anytime you want. We're everywhere on social media. At Brunch Breakdown, follow us. We follow you back. And don't forget, the Sounds of Brunch playlist exclusively on Spotify. It gets updated every Friday with what we're listening to this week, what we were listening to last week, the Double Stuff Oreo edition. Just go to Spotify and search Sounds of Brunch. Beautiful. Well, let's get random topics off our chests. Chris, get us started. What's on your mind, sir? Guys, I just want to talk about a fun fact. And uh, I learned this listening to another podcast recently. Um, maybe I'm, I've just always been dumb and I'm, and I should have learned this a long time ago, but I learned like why we true, why restaurants started having appetizers. Okay. This was a history lesson oh. for me Ooh. that I had yes. never heard before. Um, so appetizers apparently were designed to be very small, but very like hyper palatable, right? So like very salty, very sweet, some combination of those two things so that it would make you hungrier to then eat more food with your entree, hence spending more money at the establishment, right? Maybe you have a larger entree, you you decide to buy the more expensive, bigger dish, and then you go for the dessert, right? Because you 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 wet the palate with your appetizer. I did not know that. And when you look at what the appetizers are now, <laughs> I think we've gotten away from that a little bit, okay? <laughs> I think like when they designed, if that's the real case, like they wanted you to kind of almost get that brain chemistry going where like, I want to eat as much as I possibly can while I'm here. Um, loaded potato skins to start a meal is not going to do it. Like- if you think about how appetizers are now, you get probably a huge appetizer. They all they're always huge. And then like you can only eat half of your dinner and so you take it home and then you never end up ordering dessert. I think like we need to restaurants need to understand like you might be able to make more money if we kind of restructure this thing and like go with the smaller appetizer. But anyway, if you're a consumer, go with the smaller appetizer, okay? Get something that you like but like don't chow the whole thing down because it may lead to a more beautiful dining experience. Nevertheless, I thought it was a fun fact. I learned that this week. And uh, did you guys know that? Had you ever heard that before? I I didn't know that. I, I'm just shocked that our ancestors didn't think that the blooming Onion would be where <laughs> advertisers would go. <laughs> no, that was that's news to me. Um, and you make a great point, Chris, but I think the appetizer has transformed into let's give these people as much salt as they can possibly consume. So they must order another round of drinks prior to their entree coming oh, around. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. I think that's where it's come. Cause I was starting to think appetizers in my head. I'm like, yep, 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 yep. And that's maybe, maybe the more enticing point. You're probably still not finishing your entree and definitely staying away from dessert, but that's maybe where the shift has gone, but an appetizer can be so. I mean, the an appetizer sampler platter is a meal. Yeah. You ever have that? The sampler platter? That's yeah. dangerous. That's dangerous, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. And that, whew, you don't need anything after that. You're done. Right. And if there's slow service wherever you're dining, like you're just going to keep eating from that thing because you haven't gotten your food yet and you're just going to get full. Yeah. Dude. Now, 
what I will say is the tapas, the tapas restaurants that only do small plates. Mm-hmm. Hello. That's the future of food Hello. right there. That's the future <laughs> right there. Those people have mastered it. That is what you do right there. Shouts the tapas. Everybody <laughs> yeah. shouts, shouts the tapas. No particular restaurant. <laughs> That's a great, it's a Just great tapas. shirt. Shouts the tapas. Shouts the tapas. Shouts the tapas. Hello. <laughs> Oh my God, Dan, get it off your chest. Well, I want to reinforce a topic that Didi, you brought up a couple of months ago, and it was just an experience that I had recently, and it it needs to be said again. It needs to be said again. Um, We were out a couple of weekends ago at a new, very popular spot in town. Okay, mixed demographic of people there, uh, a lot of young people, you know, early twenties, people our age in their thirties. Um, this message is for you gentlemen, not for you two specifically, but all gentlemen within that demographic that I just listed there. These, no, not even, I won't even give you the designation of gentlemen, these boys. Okay. These boys that were Uh out. Uh-oh. Are dressing go. like complete bums. <laughs> dressing like bums. Like you don't like you don't have a wardrobe. Like you have no clothes. Okay. Boys, hoodies and joggers are just not an okay ensemble when you're like going out. Especially with when you're like with women who are dressed to the nines. <laughs> no. No. Or if you're trying to impress women that are completely dressed to the nines, they're not going to be, damn, look at hoodie and joggers over there. No. And it shouldn't happen. If it's happening, please stop it, ladies. But you literally look like you just rolled out of bed. You don't have the decency to put on a pair of pants. Okay? And you know what? You can get away with hoodies in a lot of places now. But, like, Class it up just a little bit. Make it a nice hoodie. Have you gone to Express lately, gentlemen? Throw something like that on. Put on a pair of nice jeans. Would it put you? Would it kill you to put on a shirt with a collar? For crying out loud! <laughs> it doesn't even have to be you know all that nice. Just a little bit of decorum when we're out representing ourselves amongst society. Boys, boys, get it together. Step your games up. Amen, Daniel. I'm with you on that. Amen. I couldn't help I just, but think about you the whole time, Didi. I'm like, I know we've gone here before, but this, I just, oh, it was just rough. You it know, was a rough awakening. Here's the thing. You can get away with wearing a hoodie and sweatpants or whatever the hell if you're really good looking. I've seen people do it. I had friends who were really, really good looking. The rest of us out here got to try. I'm telling you, <laughs> a lot of you guys, I, you may follow some YouTuber or TikTok star or something who dresses a certain way. Well, guess what? They're famous and they have a lot of money in their pocket, probably have their own house and they're not living with three roommates. Like, dress nice. <laughs> People will talk to you. But like, little, you better be really effort. good looking if you're going to dress like a bum. Yeah, I think like, I, well, I don't know <clears throat> for sure. I do get the impression that like the overall going out atmosphere and mentality of this next generation is far different than ours was. Like, I, I think we're, we're very much different. Like, I feel like they're, I don't know, I, I, the, the longer time goes on, I kind of think we are like part of the degenerate generation in terms of like going out and drinking. Like, I think we, we went a little harder than like this next generation is. So I don't know that I'll ever be able to relate to them on all aspects of like what the hell they're doing right now. But I can say going out in public requires a baseline presentability, right? When you're in those situations and it's probably, Hey, I love joggers. Okay. Wouldn't wear them out to a bar or restaurant. Just wouldn't do it. Okay. And if I'm not going to do it, then who's going to, why are you doing it? Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Good one. Uh, all right, boys. Uh, someone sent this to me, and I have to say, I've never—I don't know—not <clears throat> understood something more. Seventy-five percent of people fear public speaking 
more than they fear death. <laughs> what? And I cannot understand that at all. But when I have asked several people about this, they have all been like, I mean, death's a lot, but I get it. I hate speaking in front of people. And I'm like, I just, I don't get it. <laughs> Someone has to explain to me why it's hard to speak in front of people. I just, I, it's like, I just don't under, I, it never in my mind have I ever been like, I can't speak in front of people. I just, I don't, I don't get it. And maybe you guys are the worst people to talk to because we're sitting here talking <laughs> in front of people for fun. So like, I obviously know this isn't you guys. So maybe you guys are the wrong people to talk to, but I yeah. just, I just don't get it. And I read like a few articles about it, like fear of public speaking, all this shit. And I'm just like, I cannot believe that that many people are afraid of speaking. Like there's just a lot of like people have done random polls about this. And it's just like, People are like, no, I rather get hit by a car. I rather run into traffic than speak in front of people. What constitutes, and you may not have the answer to this, but what constitutes public speaking? Like, is like presenting at work considered yeah. public speaking? Probably, yeah. yeah. Then how yeah. are you fun? Like, you have to do that. <laughs> like, what are you? What are you? What are we talking about? Is it? Is everyone gonna get fired then? What's happening? Yeah. What's happening here? This feels like this poll would be taken in like a middle school or a high school and like that number would be like, yeah, I believe that. I absolutely believe that. I hated that at that too. Or even in college, like when you have to do, you know, reports and talk in front of class and everything like that's when you hated it more than anything else. And I've heard this before. People hate it more than like or fear it more than death. And I'm like, yeah, okay. 75%. That's a huge number. Okay? Yes, that's huge. <laughs> that's alarmingly huge. Like, like what? It makes me think that like, did they catch people like outside of a subway or something? Like where people were just like running by them and they're just like, yo, you fear public speaking or death. And they're just like, death. <laughs> like, because I, I just, I just can't. <laughs> I, in my head, I just can't believe it. Or maybe I'm just so like, I, I don't know. I just can't think that way about being that afraid of public speaking. I can well, understand not being comfortable. I get not right. being comfortable public speaking, right? But I can't understand like being terrified of it. Yeah. And that many people being terrified of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Whenever, like, so what we just talked about presenting at work or like speaking I don't get <clears throat> nervous for doing this, talking to you guys, but like there are a lot of probably at least a couple times a week where like when I, whenever I have to present something or talk to somebody or a group of people, like I get the butterflies, you know, but, but like, I don't ever think I'd rather die than do <laughs> like, that's crazy. I don't think people take yeah. that serious enough. No oh, death, yeah. whatever. Okay. Well, think about it, jackass, because that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah, maybe the thought is people should be fearing death more. Maybe they're taking it way too casually. <laughs> maybe that's what they <laughs> we're coming around to here. And yeah, I know we're like the worst people to like give an opinion on this because here we are talking for fun. We've all been on stage or in front of the camera many, many, many times in front of people we don't know. But like when you're talking to a group of people about something you have knowledge, like comfortable knowledge about like something you have some sort of passion like work like your example with work chris like are you like i just can't imagine being that afraid that it's like that's that's number one number one most afraid of that more so than death again in high school college whatever when you're out there bullshitting about something that you don't want to be talking about or you don't really care about that's what i get but 75% of people will consider us the minority then. Wow. Hey, I think that's good for us. We're only, we have an upward trajectory because of this statistic. Yeah. Listen, next time I'll be like, listen, none of you losers want to talk amongst the group. So I will. <laughs> <laughs> Three out of four of you are afraid to say anything. So <laughs> using that in my next meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that was getting off your chest. Now let's get into some beer. We didn't do beer last week. We talked all things Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. So let's get back in to the beer, fellas. Chris, what you sipping on? Uh, so this week I have from Untitled Art, 
Cosmic Punch Ooh. IPA. Oh, this let's is, go. Okay. Yeah, it's a New England style IPA, which I quite enjoy. It is a collaboration with the brewery Humble Forager, which they brew out of both Minnesota and Wisconsin. I could not figure out where their home base actually is. Um, I feel like if it's Minnesota, it's probably Wisconsin. I, I, whenever these beer collaborations happen, it's not often collaborations that span, you know, long distances. Cause how would you make that happen from a brewery perspective? I don't know. The logistics there seem unlikely, but, uh, really like this one headed earlier today. I don't really know how to describe it better than a new England style IPA. I mean, I feel like if, if you've ever had a new England style IPA, you know what it tastes like. Um, I thought when I was drinking this punch, I thought it might be like kind of fruity. It's not, it's more dry, uh, but I like that. Got a little bit of bitterness on the back end, which I enjoy. And um, yeah, one of my uh, gift beers from my brother-in-law, Dan. So thank you, Dan. Thank you, boys. Nice. Well, boys, I don't have this beer with me, but because this was one of those just like, not mistakes you make when you're at a six pack shop, but like you just wish you would have got more than one because you just didn't know what you're getting. I'm just like, ah, that sounds never. Cool. That sounds cool. Never happens to me. Never. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not familiar. <laughs> I had the M Special G Town Grapefruit IPA. Of course, seven point two percent. And my God, was this thing amazing! And I am so mad. I've been thinking about this beer for like a week straight and i'm so mad that i just didn't get all six of this because honestly four of the six in my six pack that i made weren't all that great so yeah and i wish i would have got all six of these and the next time i go to total wines in this place and called northridge it's like 20 minutes away uh i am definitely gonna get a bunch of these and they better be there uh because this beer is great and guys if you know me you know grapefruit IPA, shut it down. Seriously. And <laughs> this was super, this was just, I mean, it's just amazing. So shouts to Air Special Brewing in some place called Goleta, California. The state's huge. I have no idea where that is, but shouts to all the people at M Special Brewing in Goleta, California. Goleta. I like that. I like that. Okay. Uh well, boys, I've got kind of a I don't want to call it a special beer today, but maybe a little strange for this time of year. However, we've been blessed. We've been blessed with a f- extremely mild winter so far. Here we are nearing the end of February. It was 56 and sunny here today in Western Pennsylvania and an absolutely beautiful thing. We've seen 70 record highs this month. We've got another warm, warmer, warm up week coming along as well. So it just, it feels like fall. Right. It doesn't quite feel like spring. It feels a little like fall. And Chris knows where we're going. And we've got a pumpkin beer here today because it feels like fall. And it's wonderful. Absolutely (laughs) wonderful. This is from the good people at New Belgium, famous for their Voodoo Ranger. This is the atomic spicy pumpkin. Okay, a little different here. A little different. Little. No kick to keep you warm once the temperature drop blows, drops below fall and gets back in the winter because that's where we are right now. Kind of a fall day, winter night, and this is beautiful, a beautiful, the atomic pumpkin. You get you get lots of pumpkin. You get a lot of that. You get some cinnamon, right? It's more of like a cinnamony spice. Um, they do brew it with uh, spicy peppers, I believe, but I'm not. Let me try this again. You don't get a lot of that up front. Just the slightest tingle on the back. Beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. The Atomic Pumpkin. It's a fall day in the end of February, and I'm loving it. Happy Brews Day. There's that. Okay. There's a cadence to the year where it's like once you get into winter, then when things warm up, you can't say it feels like fall. You have to say it feels like spring. There's a cadence. But it doesn't feel like spring. It doesn't because like there's a cool air. It's almost like a cool fall air, but right? that's what Where happens like in spring. Spring, spring feels a little dewy, a little you oh, know. Jesus. There's a little bit of that warmth. It felt like a fall day. It's felt like a couple of fall days with a. It's been a little windy around these parts, so that's. It just it just felt it just felt right. It felt I right. had a neighbor washing his car outside today. Okay, now that's got spring wow. written all over it. <laughs> Damn. 
and 50 to 50. Oof, man. We're loving it out here. We're loving it. It's a big time. <laughs> 50 degrees. My God. All right. <laughs> well, that was Bruce Day. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Cheers to myself. Cheers to my beer that I need to get more of. All right. Well, uh, let's get into the main menu. I woke up this morning at six something. Two messages from Christopher Fitness Gates, ChrisGatesFitness.com, <laughs> sending us, <laughs> messaging us about McDonald's secret menu. Christopher, I am shocked and appalled that you <laughs> would bring this to the chat. <laughs> so explain yourself to all your loyal followers while you are waking up in the morning and the first thing you're thinking of is McDonald's. Um, that's a, it's a fair question why that was the first thing that I texted anybody about today. But I do firmly believe, gentlemen, that um, any healthy diet has room for the foods that you enjoy. And the thing that tipped me off to this uh, was the first TikTok video that I saw this morning was a guy describing fast food secrets and uh, what he talked about. I want to make sure I get this name correct. Uh, yeah. What he talked about was how you can go to McDonald's and get something called a McBrunch burger. Okay. And it's not on the menu. It's not on the menu. You have to go at the right time and ask the right question. And apparently they will give it to you. And so when I saw McBrunch, I mean, who, who, who else am I going to text other than the brunch breakdown boys? And sure. yeah, I think, I think, <laughs> I think there's a lot of stuff to unpack here. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, share my screen because it's not just the McBrunch burger. There's a whole host of items that you can get at McDonald's. If you like know what you're going for and ask the right questions. And um, I guess the one I'll start with here is the McBrunch burger. Um, no, I don't want that ad. There we go. McBrunch, Every time. McBrunch burger. Uh, and they say how to do it. Basically, what you have to do is show up at the time of day when breakfast is ending and lunch is starting and you ask them to put hash browns and an egg on, what's it called? The Big Mac, I guess, apparently. Put it on your burger and they will actually do it for you. They may not be happy about it, but they will do it for you and you can get this thing called the McBrunch Burger. Thoughts. I mean, if we if we want to go back, there's all kinds of other things. Some of the names are, I mean, they may even make you uncomfortable, like the McGangbang. I don't I don't even know if we want to go into that yeah. one. Yeah. Um <laughs> hit the uh hit the Mc hit the Mc ten thirty five. I think it's next to the brunch. It's a similar concept where you have to go between ten thirty and eleven. Look at this bad boy. Scroll down <laughs> just a little bit. It's okay. So this is where you order the egg McMuffin oh, wow. and McDouble. Now put the burger patties into the McMuffin. <laughs> now you've got yourself the elusive <laughs> Mc ten thirty five for only three forty nine. Listen, I am not the most healthiest eater in the world, but this stuff is making me just be like, wow. The fact that people, <laughs> the fact that there are people who are like, okay, it's nine thirty. All right, we're gonna wait an hour and a half. We're gonna get a little, we're an hour and fifteen minutes. Then we're gonna roll up to McDonald's and make <laughs> the workers just hate us. Right. Man, I wish I had this when I was a teenager. I would have done this there's all some, the time. All the oh, time. Honestly. 100%. I couldn't wild, do that now, but man. Wild stuff. Yeah. To, to Dan, Dan's point that he made in text uh, has to be brought up is that like, <laughs> unfortunately, a lot of the pictures like add an egg to your burger. burger. That sounds pretty straightforward. The pictures look terrible. The, yeah. These, Awful. but you gotta like, this was actually a very interesting case study for me. Um, where like these are photos taken by people who have gotten the items and like look how kind of unappetizing most of these look like but then like the shit that you see when mcdonald's can put it in like perfect lighting and then take it into you know photoshop and all this shit and like 
tune up the colors to make it look as appetizing as possible. Like if they couldn't do all that, this is what their menu would actually look like. It doesn't look very good, but um, yeah, man, like some of the ones that actually I gravitated to the most were ways you can get the desserts put together. Like the yeah. apple pie McFlurry, they will put the apple pie in your McFlurry. The caramel apple sundae looks really good. The c- cinnamon melt a la mode. Like, come oh, on. That one yeah. looks serious. Yeah. 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 The desserts for me were what really just grabbed me. All of them. All of the desserts. Every single one of them. Root beer float. All of that. But I will say this. I know we aren't really allowed to talk about it, but the mid gangbang. <laughs> Let's go to it. I mean, Hold up. What is this thing? Go to the McGangbang, guys. I mean, you're just placing. What is this? You order a McDouble, McDouble? and a McChicken, Chicken. and you put the McChicken in between the burgers, and there you go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> tell me that's not great. I don't know what. Like, tell me why. <laughs> like. Two dollars? Let's go. Like a McDouble and a McChicken. I mean, come on. Like, I'm sorry. McGangbang, I am here for the McGangbang. <laughs> T-shirt. <laughs> I'm here for the McGangbang. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one of the first ones I clicked on because I mean, when you see that name, you, you gotta you gotta find out what's going on. Yeah. yeah, man, and these then, pictures just are so rough. They're they look so bad. They look awful. Um, yeah, McDonald's what, did not we, get, did not create no, these photos. We, we've done a McDonald's. We've done a segment on the McDonald's secret menu before, and it was like kind of put out by McDonald's, so it wasn't really secret. Yeah. There's like a couple of things. This is like really behind the scenes secret menu: chicken cordon bleu McMuffin. <laughs> are you kidding me? Fire that bad boy up! What have we got over here? <laughs> Order an egg, Order McMuffin, an egg McMuffin with an original, original McChicken patty. Or, or a spicy McChicken patty and add inside. And it kind of works because you got the ham on there from the yeah, dude. McMuffin, <laughs> the egg, the chicken. Like, look out, Chick-fil-A. This is coming right at you. This is coming right at you. Um, but then uh, yeah, I also man. noticed, look at all these other secret menus. We may have to do some Whoa. type of secret this menu. This could be a series. lengthy. This could be a series. Yeah. Oh. We got Burger King, Chick-fil-A, Chipotle. I'm getting into that Chipotle menu. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Dairy Queen, Five Guys. In it. I mean, we got a lot. We got a lot of uh, the Jamba Juice secret menu. Why not? I think there's there. This is this is a series yeah. for sure. And I will tell wow. you the one that sticks out to me is like Taco Bell's already doing some weird shit with their regular food. If they yeah. have a secret menu, we we may need to have a few beers before we dive into that one. But I we're gonna need to do yeah. that at some point. Yeah, cause... and those employees would probably be more willing than anybody to help you <laughs> oh, out yeah. with the secret menu. Taco Bell employees, a thousand percent. That's how I feel, like. <laughs> oh, and man. I don't know what's in the Starbucks secret menu, and we will get to that at some point because this is definitely a series now on the brunch breakdown. So shouts to twenty twenty three. Thank you for this. Uh, but Starbucks secret menu, you can literally do anything at Starbucks though. Yeah, like you just go there and just yeah. say like, I want strawberry this in my hazelnut latte, and they'll make it for you. I don't, they'll just do anything. Like it's just they just they're like, here you go. It's like, but they're I'm interested to see what the secret menu looks like. Fries with Big Mac sauce. They should be selling that, people. I knew that. I knew that you could do that. They should be selling that on the menu. There was another grilled one. Grilled cheese. Yeah. yeah, grilled cheese. There's no photo though. Come on. No, I mean, that's one of the more simple things. And it's like, so how to do it? It just says, ask nicely for a grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least interesting one on this menu. Come on. Yeah. God. Wow. Anyway. Wow. I look forward good. to the uh, future secret menu segments. Yes. And you know who I didn't see on there? Burger King. Because oh, they're killing they're... everybody with their commercials right now. So <laughs> McDonald's has to release yeah. this. Do you know what the menu, secret menu, 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 Whopper, menu. Whopper, Junior Whopper. <laughs> Man, that song, that, it's the jam. It's the jam. It is the jam. I it is it. the jam. I love it. My gosh. Uh, all right. Uh, wow. We had a whole series coming out of that. I was yep, not expecting that at all. Out. Didn't expect it. 
it's it's all coming out. Speaking of series of funny things, something that any you got you two and anyone listening to the brunch breakdown should go check out. James Corden did a piece with Gordon Ramsay opening a restaurant called Corden Ramsay's. Oh my god. <laughs> And it's hysterical. Ah! That song's it's hysterical. And I don't even like James Corden all that oh, much. Man. But when that guy hits, he hits. And it's like once a year, I see a James Corden clip that just cracks me the hell up. This is the one. Just letting you know. Corden Ramsey. I love that. I love that he gave James Corden gave uh, Corden gave out the like the Grammy for best uh, best rap album. <laughs> and he came out and he's like, when you think of the best rap album, you think of me. Oh man, I gotta look for that. But yeah, it's good. Gordon Ramsay's. You got like you know five or so minutes to spare. You know, just enjoy, enjoy it. All right, let's get into All Star games. All the All Star games have been going on over the last couple weeks. Pro Bowl, NBA All Star games going on right now. NBA Saturday Night was last night. NHL All Star game that already went on too. Um, let's fix these things. How do we do it? Cancel them. like literally get them fixed (laughs) and i don't know that there's a simple answer to that question dd i think i'm always going the route and, and we got a little bit of confirmation here that that this might be correct from the dunk contest uh the other night i'm i've always been of the thought process that like we bring all these all-stars together and and we, I mean, we know that they're all good at what they do and they don't really want to get hurt. So they kind of put in like a little bit of effort, but not all that much. Um, I want to bring in some randoms like the NBA had the, the kid from the G league come up and he just like torched everybody in the dunk contest. That was awesome. I feel like there's also like, like influencers and people on social media that have big followings based on like what they can do with a specific sport. Like maybe a guy with hockey that can like really stick handle. Well, he's obviously not in the league, but like, he's just like a a wizard with the puck. Um, There's like these kids that like will show up to any court in the country and just like run game on the whole, you know, the, the, the whole group that's there and just like crush everybody. Like I want to see more random people pulled into these situations. Cause I think like, We'll discover some new stars and they may also push the all-stars to play harder so that they don't get schooled by some random person from like TikTok. I like that. I like yeah. that. I'm here for the Rambos. I'm here for the Randos. Freaking Mac McClung winning the dunk contest last night was cool. I just don't know. It's just very fascinating that he's like, in and out of NBA teams. Like now he like signed with the Sixers. He was with the Lakers being in the year and all that. And so he's just been bouncing around the league. So that's interesting. But like, I don't, I'm just like, could you do that? Would it be interesting with just like a bunch of randos? I don't know. Not a bunch. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I don't know. But I guess throwing one in is cool. I don't know. But it was fun last night. Have you guys seen the Savannah bananas? Of banana ball baseball. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I want to go right. to a game so bad. So right. bad. Like, there's no other reason for you to be watching that low level of baseball besides the <laughs> level that's team entertainment. Like, take a lesson from that and like turn every all-star game into a Savannah Bananas baseball game. Like it's just the rules are so wacky. You know what I mean? And it just it's enter. Entertaining. It's not the like these little games and these little skill competitions. It's like you're still playing the game, the best of the best, but they're doing backflips and whatever, and they're really just cranking it up a notch. Savannah Bananas baseball is so damn fun to watch. And if that was like the MLB All Star game, I would absolutely watch it. That would give me a reason to watch it. If it was anything like that, like have some f- actual fun with it. Don't try to like manufacture fun. Someone that threw a fireball in one of those games like this week, like literal fire through it. I want to see Clayton Kershaw do that. <laughs> yes. Let's go. I'm in. Yes, for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what I want to do to fix all-star games is combine them all. Make it yes. one week, make it all-star week. And we combine all of them. NHL, NBA, NFL, 
and they all just drew stuff together. We just have different stars. If Sidney Crosby wants to be in the dunk contest, cool. Let's go. I want to see all these amazing athletes just do different things in their sports. It gets weird with hockey, I guess, because, like, you know, you, you can either skate or you can't. It's kind of not like, <laughs> you know, you kind of can't, you know. That might make know. it better. <laughs> yeah. Like, LeBron being able to, like, hit a baseball isn't exactly the same as LeBron taking the ice. Not saying that LeBron <laughs> couldn't figure it out in a couple of days, but I'm just saying it's, you know that's where it gets a little tricky but i would just like to see that i would just like to see them just do this insane skills competition where they're all just doing a bunch of random stuff in their sport and you're just seeing the most amazing athletes in the world just doing amazing things and maybe not in not the sport that they're they're in and there's because every i feel like every athlete is like always trying to show us what else they can do like any like great athlete is always trying to show us what else they can do why not just combine them all and just have one hell of a week where we're just celebrating all these all the major sports and it's just like we just do it and then that's it with the all-star things because we're all kind of sick of them anyways um like i love nba all-star saturday night i don't know how many people love it still but i know i just do but like i don't know i think it'd be fun if you just added some other sports in there you know maybe you know add some celebrities in there have some crazy rock and jock style game or something i don't know just be fun just have all-star week celebrate everybody do kids yeah. still like these games? Dude, I Good don't question. Like, I think people like seeing stars all together at one time, you know? But like I don't know how much they how long they watch of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's probably like cool to see that for a second. For us, it was like this was the only time we ever saw these people like interacting. Right. You know? Or they actually had like real hate towards each other. Now, like, you know, everyone grows up, they play basketball together from the time that they're like, Oh yeah, you're good at basketball. You're good at basketball when you're 14. You all just play things together. So right. they all kind of like know each other now. So I don't know. I don't know if kids still like it, but I know I do, but that's just because I have, you know, different generation. Yeah. I guess the whole vibe around it is different from a number of perspectives, but like I, sometimes I think about like, even with like uh, just the sports in general, but like with these all-star games, when we were excited about it because we were kids, but then also if you think about it, like when we were kids and they were having like the NBA all-star game, there had only been like, I don't know, like 15 of them. You know, like there hadn't been like that many all-star games. So it was still like this new fresh thing, but now there's been 20 more of them, 25, 30 <laughs> more of them. And it, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know why I've lost so much interest in it, but it just, that just feels, I guess, played out. Yeah. And Aditi, I actually had a, I had a similar idea to you, the same thing where you like, you mix them all together. You have all the all-stars from all the different sports come together one week, you do it July 4th week, right in the middle of the baseball season, right? Baseball is the only season you have to worry about with overlap. And it's July 4th week, right? People are hanging out, America, all that stuff. It's the perfect time to do it, okay? You cut a hole in baseball season just like you do. You bring them all together. They're playing each other's sports. They're like, you're you're teaming them up where the the pro in that sport doesn't get to play, but then like all of a sudden they become the coach for their team, those players become the coaches for their team and play them up. And it would just, I mean, it would be hilarious and it would be amazing to see those crossover interactions, which you, you'll never see, right? You see them at like award shows and that's like yeah. the ESPYs and that's it. Like to see that crossover interaction, I think would be, and you're right. I like the idea of throwing celebrities in with it too, but doing like an all-star week with all of them going to one place, playing multiple sports, that would be cool. I think it might get more competitive that way. Yeah. I honestly think so. I really think it would right. possibly get more competitive once you see, like, I don't know, someone who's great at their sport. Like, if you just, if Patrick Mahomes, like, you know, strikes out, like, twice. Like, what <laughs> does he do? He might throw his bat across the field. I just wonder, like, these, you know what I mean? These are some of the greatest athletes in the world. You're just like, what, what, what do they do when they fail at something? I don't know. Yeah, and then you're, like, giving them chances in multiple sports right in that same week to like make up for it. it's not like oh the game's over you lost it's like well tomorrow you're playing golf or tomorrow you're playing football <laughs> all of you and like you have to find a way to make up for you uh you, you messing up in the uh in the backstroke competition or <laughs> whatever just yeah that's they got to do something though they're all they're all have a downward trajectory right now all of them they need they need their own life support help <laughs> help 
Any other ideas, gentlemen? We are of no just help can, to the All-Star Just cancel games. them. Just cancel them. Just yeah, cancel I, them all. <laughs> I just cancel them. I feel like we gave some great gems there. I, I just want it to be fun. I, I just want people to have an excuse to party. It's really it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> In the NBA All-Star Draft they did I right before we got on here, wasn't as entertaining as I thought it would be. Not going to lie. Wasn't no, yeah, kind of, I, I was excited for it so no one gets their hearts or feelings hurt. Yeah, it was kind of just come on, mm, yeah. come on. It was, you know, it was kind of fine. I'm sure it'll make for some memes or something on the internet, but I was just kind of like, man, yeah. I thought this was gonna be a lot cooler. It really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> kind of bummed. All right, well, let's get into a new segment, guys. Shaq Court, yes. Shaq, he has lots of products, <laughs> and I saw him. <laughs> And I and I saw a picture of him on my Instagram feed talking about something. And I was like, you know what? New segment, Shaq Court. This is a picture of Shaq. For those who aren't watching on YouTube, you need to watch right now. This is Shaq <laughs> representing Alkaline Water. Alkaline 88. Are you asking yourself, why is Shaq here? Who is buying water for Shaq? <laughs> <laughs> who? Who among us is like, you know what? I've been thinking about that alkaline water. Now I see it on top of Shaq's head. Done. (laughs) It's amazing. Shaq is, there are very few people, I think, that can promote literally anything without their credibility being impacted, you know, based on the company and the quality of product. Like, you have to be universally loved to be able to do what Shaq is doing. And God, I tell you, if he's not universally loved, I, t- I can't, you know, it's, it's hard for me to see him smile or him act in a weird commercial that doesn't make any sense, but not come away with it, you know, having a positive memory because it's Shaq. So sure, why can't he promote uh, this water that I guarantee he does nothing? Go for it, Shaq. Good for you. I don't know if he's either a dumbass or a complete genius because i feel like i feel like these companies aren't just calling up shack to be a spokesperson he's like i want in i want in on the company papa john's i want in i own papa john's i own many papa john's now i own many of these i think he i think he has investment in these companies i don't think he just is the spokesman why would he do that so something tells me he's maybe either again a dumbass or a genius for like getting in on the ground level of some of these, and they're probably not all going to work out. Like I don't know what what is he thinking here? Because um, he's everywhere. He doesn't need this money. So maybe he's investing it all, and it's like I I, I can't figure I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. In like fifteen years, we're gonna know something about Shaq that we don't know right now because this just this is this is silly gentlemen this is silly this is one of the greatest bas- basketball players and athletes in the entire globe in the history of mankind and he's got a bottle of water in his head <laughs> with a smile on his face like what's going on what's going on god well that's Shaq court ladies and gentlemen we'll bring you <laughs> Shaq products and we'll talk about them alkaline water <sighs> with Shaq. Just- can I just help? But also, if you're thinking about buying alkaline water, if you just put salt on your food, you don't need to buy alkaline water. Let's just, can we, I, I just want everybody to understand that. Please Wait, is that buy, for real? Yeah, please don't buy alkaline water. It's water with pink Himalayan sea salt in it. Or you could just put that on food and make it tasty and you're fine. That's what it is. I just learned something. Yeah. I don't want Shaq coming after us. So, wow. Sha- Shaq hey, well, Shaq didn't come. We kind of slandered Shaq when we were talking about the pepperoni shortage. Pepperoni <laughs> after us for that. I think we're okay. Because he made so much money. Going all, I don't know. He'd go all Brett Favre on us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into brunch court. Dan, take it away. All right, brunch court. Let's fire away. Let's um we've got two items up for brunch court today. Uh Chris, let's pull up. There's a couple of like small, tiny colored bottles. Um, if you want to pull that image up first. Dan, um, both no, the images I both have. Both of them have bottles. I just realized they both have bottles. bottles. 
Not the not the big jugs, the small the small little ones, the <laughs> little the, ones with the labels on. Not them. the, the big, big jugs. Okay. Not the big jugs. Okay. What we have here is from a company called Northern Greens, and they have created, gentlemen, organic liquid herbs. That's right. We've been talking a lot of you know just talking about sea salt and your water and stuff like that. That's why this is a perfect tra- transition right into this. They have liquid garlic, liquid basil chili ginger and yes many more it's basically an alternative to dry seasoning they come in these kind of like little liquid little um almost you call them like you know airplane size liquor bottles right the little guys and it's liquid seasoning it's organic it's uh, what is it what is it you tell me everything doesn't have to be hot sauce like, I've never been like, I put basil on lots of stuff. I've never once been like, you know what? I want my basil wet. <laughs> I love when that basil just drips down my fingers. It's like, no, I'm, I'm good. I don't need liquid basil. I think I'm oddly for this. Okay. Are you? Yeah, I don't know. Like, when I am chopping up some of these things like if i'm doing basil like you chop it up and you put it into the dish and like to get it evenly throughout the dish is can kind of be hard sometimes to clump together or whatever but i feel like if it's liquid if it is true to taste obviously which we don't know like the liquid might make it get more evenly throughout whatever the dish it is that you're putting it in and that, that could be the same for ginger, chili, garlic. So I feel like I'm oddly for this. Um, yeah. I kind of am too, Chris. Um, and it's it's interesting the way you said it, Didi. It may be more like for this. Like not everything can, can be or needs to be hot sauce. And like I'm not a huge hot sauce guy, but I see people putting on hot sauce on stuff all the time. Like let's go. If you're giving me this as an option – and yeah, even with cooking, because basil, if you have fresh basil, it goes bad quickly. Dry basil is not the same. Liquid basil, though, you can stick in the fridge for a little while. Ginger, mincing up ginger, that's a pain in the ass. Let's go liquid version. Um, I would put liquid garlic in probably everything. I'll just say that right now. That that have to be, give me the gallon of that guy. I love, <laughs> love me some garlic, so let's go there. But I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by these. I'm intrigued by these. I think this could I think that they could be onto something here. Yeah. Cooking all... and as a cooking and as a um condiment. I think it could go either way. I'm terrified by this because this just to me feels like pouring have you ever put too much garlic in something? No. <laughs> I, feel yes. like, I feel like pouring <laughs> garlic is a slippery slope. Oh, it's dangerous for sure. It's very dangerous. Like yeah. you could really screw up a meal if you get the wrong, if you mess up tablespoon and teaspoon with that. That's a good point. Like when they tell you how much garlic or ginger to put in something, there's a formula that doesn't exist for these yet. Maybe it's on the back label, <laughs> but I don't think it's the same. Like, I don't think it's the same. So you got to... It's a long trial period before you yeah. finally figure it out how much to put in. Good yeah, because I buy minced garlic and minced ginger, and it says on there it's like a half a teaspoon is like one clove. I'm like, cool. I hope that's on here because otherwise I'm never going to Dan's house for food because his house is going to smell like a lot of too much garlic. Guys, we used the liquid garlic again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah all right so round one for brunch court kind of interesting one uh round two now this this one could actually be i i I thought about bringing this to the table as a topic okay and if you haven't heard you're about to hear what we're talking about gentlemen this is the borg and you're asking I, yourself, I already don't I already don't like it based on the name. You're asking yourself what the Borg is. And if you're just listening in the car, or whatever, you've got two what look like college age people at a party drinking out of a gallon jug, a colored item. Okay. Here's what a Borg is. 
Borg is B-O-R-G, which stands for Blackout Rage Gallon. Jesus okay? Christ. <laughs> Just wait. Okay? This is the trend that's happening right now on college campuses across the country. Okay, wait, wait. Before, you, before, hold on. Before you dive into it, if this is a trend happening at college campuses, I take back everything I said about the generation coming up not <laughs> being degenerates. I take it all back. I'm sorry. Okay, right. now tell us about this, this product. This might change the tide a little bit on them. They might they might have a chance making us proud. Uh, so, of course, an alcoholic drink, and it's made by filling a one-gallon jug with a combination. You start with a fifth of liquor, an entire fifth. Most people use vodka, okay? An entire fifth into the gallon. Fill the rest of the gallon jug up with water, and then add flavored booster shots and electrolytes or like my good people at liquid IV a little bit of that in there and you shake it all up and the theory behind it of course is that it allegedly reduces the risks that come along with hangovers uh, because you're hydrating yourself along the way and people say you get your own gallon right this isn't a shareable drink so people are saying this is this is safer quote unquote Safer than going to a college party and having like the jungle juice or the mixed drink that's in a cooler that you're scooping out with a plastic cup. Like, and you do have to worry about that stuff nowadays, right? You always have it now more than ever. You, you have your gallon, you've got your lid, you hold it, it's yours. It's your Borg. It's only for you to drink. It's like, quote unquote, safer in that sense, but it's also probably killing you at the same time. So gentlemen... The trend of the Borg, the blackout rage gallon. The floor is yours. A lot of head shaking going on. There's a lot of holes in this explanation. I I, I, I don't know. I don't know about any of this. Uh, I well, first and foremost, my answer is no. Um, I though. I this may be safer because you're not drinking a drink that somebody else drank, but like you're going to put it down at some point and then anybody could put shit in it that they want or like drink from it. And then you're drinking from the same. Th- so, okay. It's also not safer because that's way too much alcohol for one person to drink in a night. Okay. <laughs> that is way too much alcohol to drink. And the hydration thing, I'm not like, I don't know if that works or not. It doesn't, I don't think that works though. I don't, <laughs> I don't think like, I feel like because alcohol is a diuretic. So I feel like if you're drinking alcohol and electrolytes at the same time, it's just going to like flush the shit out of your system. I feel like you need to have that afterwards, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. Scientifically, I don't know. It seems like it could help, but you're not waking up the next day going, boy, that shit worked. I feel great. No way. <laughs> yeah. You can't drink a fifth of anything. No. Or should you? You can't. Like, you cannot drink a fifth of anything. You just can't. Like you, you can't. This is bad. This is bad. <laughs> but this is worse than four loco. Oh man, this is really stupid. And also, like you're gonna put this thing down. Have you ever picked up a gallon of milk? You want to carry a gallon of milk? Imagine talking to a girl at a party where you're just like. This is- <laughs> your arms just like asleep like what what do you this is this is a lot man G- my god please college kids don't don't do this don't do this this yeah is, this is you this is a little scary this is this is a little scary you can't drink a fifth <laughs> of anything no regardless of how much water you've had your stomach will still be like <laughs> nope you also <laughs> nope. can't carry that around all night and then you're going to share that with your friends because that's how this is going to go everybody's going to share this thing yeah somebody's going to be the person you're supposed you write your name people are they're writing their name on the gallon and you're not to you should share it you should share it but that's the whole they're they're not they said it and it actually kind of almost started around uh the beginning of covid where people were afraid of sharing drinks that's why you had your own gallon oh my god just telling you the facts have yourself a Borg, go to McDonald's, order the entire secret menu, have yourself a night. <laughs> that sounds God. safe. A little liquid basil on top of that. Mc, Mc, uh, McGangbang or whatever. 
that's what's gonna happen. Full circle, boys. You're gonna get big gang banged. That's what's gonna happen uh, if you have a Borg. Jesus. God. Public speaker drink a Borg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. Oh God, terrible. Let's get that into the brunch court, boys. Yeah. That was brunch court. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Liquid basil and Borgs. Put some. Might as well put some liquid basil in there. Week. Put some liquid basil in there. It's not going to make you any sicker. Why not? Right. Yeah. Mix it up with alkaline water. Liquid garlic in there. Go for it. Why the hell not? Then throw some Himalayan salt on top. You got. <laughs> right. You're good to go. Uh, oh man. All right. Let's get into it. What we're listening to. Make sure you check out this playlist on Spotify with all the music we've been listening to for the past two weeks. I'm going to get us started. Janelle Monet finally released this song called Float that I have been trying to find for the past two months. But guess what? It wasn't out. She just used it for an NBA commercial in December. And I was literally putting in the lyrics on Genius and everywhere trying to find this goddamn <laughs> song because I didn't know who sung it. I didn't know who it was. And then, I, then it came up on the new music playlist this week. And I was like, oh, my God, this song's incredible. If you need some confidence if you're about to go do some public speaking listen to this song you will get all the confidence you need the song's my favorite song of 2023 and 2024 fuck it just calling it now i love this song so much <laughs> wow yeah it's 23 and 24 coming in hot janelle monet float jesus christ guys Woo! wow wow okay then that well we well that'll be it that's all we need to put on the playlist that's it, that's it. <laughs> Uh, first one up for me, little little combination here: Hunter Gex, Laura Les, and Dylan Brady, Hollywood Baby. Wasn't sure if I was gonna like this song. Really had no idea. The first time through, I was like, okay. And then I kept listening to it. I think I dig it. It's like wildly eclectic and wonderful because it's like rock and electro and alternative and pop. And like hardcore is in there, and it's just really strange, but like gets second stuck in your head, kind of catchy. Hollywood baby, just a just a strange, strange little medley of genres, and I and I frankly I love it. Hollywood baby. Nice. Um, my first one is coming from Neck Deep. They have not had new music out in like three years, and it's one of my favorite pop punk bands. Um, I don't like they kind of got like canceled in 2020. I don't know what the hell happened. Uh, a lot of people were getting canceled back then. It's kind of hard to keep track, but they're back, put out a song called heartbreak of the century last week. Uh, I really enjoy it. It's everything that you would want from neck deep. And, um, I'm excited for a new album. They keep saying that there's an album coming this year. They have not said what date, but, uh, if it's anything like this song, uh, I'm super excited for it. So that's my first one. Nice. Uh, Lotto, uh, put out a song called Lottery and it's enjoyable. And the fact that she hadn't already put out a song called Lottery before with her name being Lotto, I'm shocked, but this song's really good. Wasn't Lotto one of the names of the dudes in Eight Mile? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, she still steal that? Wow. <laughs> well, no, her name was Miss Mulatto and then changed it to Lotto. Gotcha. But that's like when we came out with when we created Orange Drink, the first song we wrote was called Orange Drink. So like you cover that in the first cycle. That's normally the first lottery step you take. I'm right. I'm with you on that. I, I'm with you. <laughs> I was surprised. But she saved it for a rainy day, obviously. I guess. For the right song. And this one's good. So check it out. Lotto. Lottery. Lotto. Lottery. Okay. Very good. Uh, the Aces, they're back. First single of the year from the all-girl power group out of Utah um, and uh, called Always Get This Way is the name of the sound. It's in, in the song, excuse me. And it sounds like we have a new album on the way uh, in the very near future. And um, Schoolhouse uh, alumnus, the Aces, who, Didi, we discovered them, their very first show. I think outside of Utah in LA many years ago and excited to see where, where next is for them because they keep, keep growing and it's amazing. So always get this way from the aces. Nice. Uh, my second one is uh Biba doobie put out a song called glue song. Uh, be oh, honest with you. you have not uh, even listened to it yet, but 
I'm sure that it's pure gold. So let's all imbibe it this week. It's going to be great. Uh, Biba Doobie on her way to Pittsburgh this summer. See you there. Everybody. Oh, word. Hello. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I will be that's, there. Yeah. That song's just, yeah. That, that glue song's really good. Like it's, it's really freaking good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Central C. I uh, had the song Doja that came out last year. Um, that was really good. And he's been releasing a lot of really good music over the past uh, few months. And me and you, he just put out. And I really like it. I might put another Central C song on the playlist just for you to get more Central C in your life. And I, I love this dude. So Central C, me and you. Cool. Uh, last one for me is by Caroline Polachek. And uh, I'm going to put Smoke on the playlist this week it's off her brand new album called desire i want to turn into you um and she was kind of known for being a songwriter right she wrote for beyonce solange um travis scott charlie xcx and she's been in bands before like chairlift um and she's been doing her solo work for a few years now and she's getting kind of this album is getting a lot of of good praise from people in the industry and it's got she's kind of got an electro pop sound and it's uh it's really great it's really great and i think a lot of people are are kind of passing this album around and uh saying a lot of good things about it so i'll put on uh smoke all right my uh last one is from russ i I was like maybe two two or three weeks ago uh put him on the playlist but um he put out a new song called 315 and he actually put out three different versions of this song so there's like the original track he has a slowed down reverb version of it and then a sped up version of it and they're all kind of different from each other obviously and like to me i thought like oh there's just like three slightly different versions of the song. But if you listen to it, it seems like it was actually like a whole hell of a lot of work (laughs) to do three (laughs) different versions of the same song. So pretty cool. I'll just put the original one on there. Uh, And if you listen and like it, you can find his other two versions. All right. Always good from Russ. And you were Russ's biggest fan now, Chris. (laughs) Well, I've recommended him twice, so... I think it's uh, three times for true love. So get ready for that. (laughs) There we go. Well, that's what we're listening to. Check out the playlist on Spotify. Boys, any final thoughts on the brunch breakdown? Uh, I just don't. I really, and I know if I, now I'm going to say this, this is going to, you might make this the episode title. I really don't want it to be McGang Bang Brunch. I just really don't want that to be the title of the episode. Not good for SEO and keywords on that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it's um, like parents aren't going to play it in the car. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Might take a dip. Uh, but a, just a little advice. What we've learned from this week is that if you fear public speaking more than death, drink yourself a Borg and you'll see death much quicker and fear it much worse than public speaking. <laughs> and that's the brunch breakdown. We're out. <laughs>